Hello, hello there. My name is Morning with my co-host Corey. We are the real guys, and this is the real show with two ears. Today, better grab that crystal skull and put it on a tall alien skeleton. Well, they're not, they're not aliens, though. No, they're not aliens. Not aliens. As always, I'm accompanied with my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? Blind. You're blind. You can't see. That's better. You can see now. Yes. As always, you can find us on our YouTube channel, The Real Show, The Real Show, at Twitter or X. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot myself in the face now. At, at yeah, at, on Twitter at The Real Show FM. You I didn't even realise that was there. happening. So I went on Twitter. Um, one day. Mm-hmm. And no, you're not. I am, mm. unfortunately. Or, or you can find us on our podcasting apps or any audio platform. Hello. Today we are rounding off the Indiana Jones Tetralogy, the four. Correct. We're coming at you in a couple of weeks with something a little bit special, but um, we're doing the Indiana Jones Tetralogy, finishing it with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Me and Corey both watched this film. Yes. And now we're here to review it with you. Obviously, spoilers for a film that came out in 2008. (laughs) Uh, A little bit of background first, if you'd like, Corey. Go on. Now, as you saw, 2008 wasn't the last time an Indiana Jones film was made. The Last Crusade obviously rounded out the trilogy of Indiana Jones films. And since then, there was a lot of uh, comics and video games, very good video games, and that continued the story of Indiana Jones. But 2008 was when the the franchise got reinvigorated. Mm -hmm. Correct. Shot up with life. Uh, It became... Uh, actually true that in 1979 George Lucas and Steven Spielberg had a contractual deal with Paramount for a five Indiana Jones picture series and following the 1989 release of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade uh, Lucas let the series end as he felt he couldn't think of a plot device to drive the next instalment so we just decided to stop (laughs) Uh, he chose instead to produce the prequel television series The Young Indiana Jones Chronicles if you're familiar with this nice I'm not that ran with the three versions of Indiana Jones uh, a young version, a super old version, like a future Indiana Jones, yeah. and a sort of middle-of-the-road kind of adolescent version, right? Basically, okay. anyway, they couldn't get Harrison Ford. Yeah. Uh, he said that Harrison Ford expressed feelings that while he was uncertain on if Indiana Jones' character had been fully explored or not, he had the impression that Last Crusade would be the final Indiana Jones film, and that he enjoyed playing Jones, but he thought a trilogy was enough. And uh, as young Indy aired... Um, Ford only played Jones in one episode, narrating his adventure in, in 1920s Chicago and 1950 Wyoming. Okay. Uh, and from there, it came to, you know, there was thought the, the such B-movies as uh, Things from Another World came from outer space, and them in 1954 would give the whole, the films on a whole new meaning to play with and add a bit of texture to the story, giving the film use of extraterrestrials. Meanwhile, Spielberg believed that he was going to mature as a filmmaker after making the trilogy and felt his role in any future installments should be relegated to that of a mere producer and not to direct. So this, and also, I think Steven Spielberg was sick of doing Aliens at this point. <laughs> you know, Encounters of the Third Kind, E.T. Yeah. He's done. He's done with it. 1982, done with it. But George Lucas managed to rope him back in for another installment. If there was a believable enough MacGuffin yep. with an archaeological or historical background, so they turned to the Mayans and the, and the Aztec, uh, the kingdom, kingdom yep. of the Crystal Skull. Correct. So, Corey, Hello. you sat down. What, yeah, you're here too. <laughs> you sat down and you watched this film. Correct. 
Give me your initial thoughts. How? Wait, what was the first time you saw it? Did you see it in 2008? No, I would have seen it probably mid-2010s-ish mm. um, because everyone just goes, this film's bad. Uh, and I played the, the Lego games and Crystal Skull, the first one, and Crystal yeah. Skull was not in it. And I was like, oh, there's a fourth one. I was like, so that's not in the game, that's a fourth one. And everyone's like, yeah, you know, he sits in the fridge and survives a nuke. And I'm thinking, that's a bit far. So I watched it and uh, I wasn't the biggest fan. And then, obviously, we're doing it now. now so, so I already had something going into this. <laughs> um, a preconceived idea. And I'd, I'd watch other people's reactions. Because I think, well, maybe it's not as bad. Maybe, I'll, okay. maybe I'm missing something here. Um, but it seems to be that that's not the case. Okay, let me tell you something. Go on. This film, I, I watched it very early. Probably 2009, 2010, you know. Okay. Um, DVD, whatever. Yeah. Right? Remember what a DVD is. What <laughs> me. Um... I DVD whatever, right? Yep. I watched it and it went completely off my head. Didn't even register. I know it was probably my first in the Jones film. I know that sounds like sacrilege, but I just didn't even register like, whatever. It's a film about a guy who wears a hat and a nuke and a whip and, um, and an alien. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now I watched it back with a bit of a clearer head. I think I'm gonna say I think it gets a bit of a bad rap. I think it's I think as an Indiana Jones adventure, it is not good. Yeah. But it is passable. Mm-hmm. It is not Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's not Temple of Doom. It's not Last Crusade. It's not even Dial of Destiny. But I think as an Indiana Jones adventure, it's low tier, but it's not bottom tier. Yep. Is my thoughts. It's low tier, but it's not bottom tier. There is stuff to enjoy in this film. There is stuff to have a good time with. And there's stuff that's a bit of fun. There's a bit of here and there. But I don't think... There are elements of it that kind of do contradict the Indiana Jones kind of message and whatever and 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 the franchise, but I don't like to go all all nitpicky and and kind of pick at and kind of piddle it where I don't need to. I know. Yeah, it's well I, I came into this thinking, well, okay, this film's awful. I watched this years ago, didn't like it, it's just dumb. I left it in a similar way of this isn't the worst thing I've seen. Mm. Uh, and it's not as bad as I thought it was, but it's still not great. I think for me there is also one glaring issue, which I think we're probably going to get onto at some point okay. with this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one kind of well, that's not plot related or anything like that. There's one kind of issue that, for me, and we spoke about it numerous times in a show, kind of brings it down a bit. And you can tell as well because it's a bit obvious. Um, but it wasn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't the worst. It's fine i guess it's not a good ending though which is the issue well, we'll touch on the ending but we'll also touch on let's talk about a bit of the cast first of all who we like in this film who's turned up in this film indiana jones harrison ford he's back he is indeed he's amazing he's 64 years old but he's running around he's jumping he's working with the whip he's working the whip he's working all the stunts he's doing he's he performed many of his own stunts because he believed that stunt technology had become, you know, safer since 1989. And he also felt it improved his performance. He's got a quote that's saying, um, any time that I'm doing a stunt, I want my face to be in the camera. <laughs> so you know it's me, right? Yeah. That, that might have changed since the start of Destiny because I've got thoughts on that. But, um, you know, when a guy gets that age 
and he still packs that same punch. You know, yeah. but there's a bit where in the start where they're in that um, secret uh, American military base facility where there's loads of boxes, and you see him climbing up those boxes. You think, wow, he's really still, you know, he's jumping and, and hopping up and stuff. He does like a like a at the start he does like a base jump. Yeah, After he does. the first one, he goes like whoa, right up, and you think, wow, he can still run and climb and and, and jump up. You know, maybe he's just, he's just going to be breathing a little bit heavier at the end. You know, he's just like, oh, it takes it out of you. But it's, it, it, have some fun with it, you know. Don't hide that. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's not really the years. It's the mileage, isn't it? Yes. And he thought we could... There's the difference between Harrison Ford, but I feel like he's he's aged now. He's a bit of, you know, he's the mature kind of, oh, I'm, he's not like I'm getting too old for this kind of thing. But he's he didn't dye his hair for the role. No, he you know, didn't. He felt like... This could be kind of a hit back at the American piece of, you know, Americans are quite paranoid about it, the aging process. Yes. But Harrison Ford was like, I'll stand up about that. I want some more jokes about my age, you know, like, oh, you better catch up, old man. You're doing old man. He's like, oh, I'm still old, but I couldn't get the best of you, kid, Sonny. You're not going to wear my hat yet. (laughs) That's exactly how it went. Exactly how it went. Just like that. That's exactly how that scene went. Who else do we have? Well, actually, before we go on to anyone else, what do you think of Harrison Ford? Love him. He's I can't great. get tired of the man. Yeah, fantastic. I think he's amazing. Especially for his age. I mean, even mm. we'll get onto it in the next couple of weeks. Still, he's kicking butt. He's great. Uh, who else do we have in this film? Next, we've got the amazing Kate Blanchett. Correct. Who can top a Kate Blanchett performance? Nobody, except maybe Harrison Ford. But you know, uh, Kate Blanchett does does really, really well. There's a there's a great there's a bit of a chemistry, especially in the start where Indiana's not working with them, but yeah. he's trying to accomplish his goals while they're trying to accomplish their goals, but their goals happen to be the same thing. So when they're kind of working together, there's a little bit of a chemistry between Blanchett and Ford, which is nice. As uh, she's Ileana Spalko, the uh, Soviet doctor and agent, and it's it's good to have that love hate relationship. Uh, with them, as, as Indiana Jones has with every woman he ever comes in contact with. Yep. Uh, Blanchett wanted to play a villain for a couple of years, and she enjoyed the Indiana Jones legacy as she loves the previous films, and get into it with her being that sort of she can become anyone. Kate Blanchett, she's yep. like a real chameleon of an actress, and it's great to see her to see her performing this role. What do you think? What there's do you a, think? There's a bit of trivia that backs up your claim. All right, okay, go on then. A little bit of trivia. Do you remember the jingle? We don't. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> well, no, it's we sometimes. I think we like to come up with like a parody. Yeah. Uh, it's Corey and the Kingdom of the Crystal Trivia. It's trivia time with Corey. Da-da-da-da-da. That's good from Bad Review. That is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good film Bad Review. We've taken that jingle and we've put it yep. to trivia time with Corey. <laughs> Drift it in this instead. Drift it in there. Just get it. Out. We don't need to do that anymore. Just, just, oh, just get it in there. Pack it in. Um. No, it's Dingle Dangle Bobbity Boo. Oh, yeah, Dingle Dangle Bobbity Boo. Trivia! There we go. There right. you go. you got to hold the A on the trivia. Yes, Thank you, you for reminding me. So, okay. Dingle Dangle Bobbity Boo. Trivia. trivia! Okay. I don't know why I'm doing a hand movement. You have to do the hand movement. That's <laughs> doesn't work. They come on a theatre stage. So. Yeah, exactly. It's because we're introducing the trivia. That is true. Here it comes. Here it comes. And uh, so, so, apparently several weeks into production, Harrison Ford saw a blonde woman on set and asked who she was. He was told it was Kate Blanchett, who he'd never seen out of costume and did not recognise her without a black wig. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that was great. But she's such a chameleon. She could, be, yeah. she could be in this room and we'd never be able to see her. <sighs> She'd be anywhere. She could be anywhere. She could be that curtain. She could be Ryan Jones. She could be. Fwoffed. <laughs> exactly. It's like, a, it's like the Mission Impossible mask. It's like, <laughs> Kate Blanchett all along. <laughs> 
I've never been able to tell because of her amazing <laughs> acting skills. Yeah. Uh, Who else have we got in this? Who else have we got in this film? Are we are we skipping past the obvious currently? We're going to talk about Shire. <laughs> yes. Right, okay. The kind of elephant in the room of this whole film. Sorry, let's just let's just do it. <laughs> let's don't let our dreams be memes or whatever he yeah, says. I can't remember. <laughs> he's it's Mutt Williams because that's a person name, isn't yeah. it? I also uh, like how he's like right at the bottom of the cast list. He is, yeah, he's right at the bottom. No one wants to talk about him. Um, he's Marlon Brando. Yeah. And that's obvious. Yeah. But you can't really pull off the hat. No one really pulls off the no. hat. Not even Marlon Brando. No. It's such a weird hat. I think it's such a funny little thing for someone to wear. Um, but he's like the... It's the, it's the 1970s. Yes. And the 19... Uh, oh, sorry, the, the, the 1960s, sorry. Um, not the 1970s, it's the 1960s, because it's the Cold War. So... Yeah. Say, yeah, no, sorry, not, not even that, 1957. There you go. Sorry, it's the 50s. It's yep. not, not the swinging 60s, close no. to the swinging 60s. It, whatever they say about the 50s, it's the the fighting 50s, or whatever they say. That's a fair point, yeah. Yeah. So in the 50s... You got tough guys on motorcycles wearing leather jackets, and that's Mutt Williams. He's but it's such like he's such a little punk. Nifty fifties. Like the nifty fifties. That's incredibly fifties. Apparently. The nifty fifties. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like the start of the film. What happened yeah. to those teenagers? Did they get horribly murdered or something? What they well, well no they stayed up. They drive in the car. They're like, hey army man, yeah, you're true. gonna race my sweet racer. Yeah. Like that. And they go, woohoo! And they drive and they drive off and there's the girls in the back with the fluffy hair and whatever. What happened to those people? Did they get did the Russians horribly murder them? Uh, I don't know. That's my head cannon. Yeah. They tracked them down and shot them to death. Someone needs to ask Bill That's my that's my head cannon. What, what did what was the meaning of that? Hey George Lucas, what was happened it to secret, were, were the were the teenagers the Russian agents? I don't know. But no, it was rude <laughs> that those the army the Americans were. Yeah. Mutt, back to Mutt Williams. Yep, go on. Uh, during the development of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the idea was incorporated to ha- for Indiana and Marion Ravenwood to have a 13-year-old daughter. But then she thought, but then Spielberg thought it was too similar to The Lost World, because that's what happens. Ian Malcolm has a daughter, and yeah. this is similar. So they have they created the son instead. Yes. Uh, uh, one of the screenwriters wanted to make Mutt into a nerd. But Lucas refused, saying he had to resemble Marlon Brando because that's very George Lucas. <laughs> he's got to look like this, faster, faster, more intense. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting choice. Interesting choice. What do you think of him? He's like a punk. He's like a oh, oh man, I've got this. F- flip my knife. Well, yeah, I mean, the other thing as well is obviously we've mentioned now, and as people would probably know, he's meant to be uh, Indiana Jones' son. Yes, he is. But he doesn't know he's in James Jones' son. No. For like the whole film. Until eventually he... Because re- what is it? He calls her Mary or something. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my mum's Mary. And mm. he doesn't realise that it's... Well, I think he... T- well, Indiana Jones... I think he twigs really early when as soon as Marion Marian Ravenwood's involved. And that's yeah. his mum. Yeah. And then it's like it takes Mutt or mm. Patney could Wikipedia Henry Jones III. Henry III. Yeah, they reveal that. They do reveal that. Because they can't think of another name in that family. Yeah. Um, it's Henry. <laughs> Everyone's called Henry. Uh, that, you know, we've eventually twigs on that, wait a minute, this is different. And mm. it's an interesting, I feel like they tried to do what Last Crusade did and flip it. Mm. Where now it's Harrison Ford, the, the dad. Now Harrison Ford's 
Sean Connery. Yeah, exactly. Uh, didn't quite work. No, not really. Because Shia LaBeouf, unfortunately, is not Harrison Ford. No. And that's a crippling, Harrison crippling Ford, disease. Harrison Ford is fine compared to Sean Connery. <laughs> Shia yes, LaBeouf it, is not fine compared no, to yeah, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Exactly. Exactly right. <laughs> uh, they take um, very like American graffiti. Basically, he can't get over it. George Lucas was the product of that time. You know, sweet racers, sweet motorbikes, fast cars. He loves yeah. it, George. Racing, anything to do with a race, he's in it. Uh, so George Lucas wanted that American graffiti sort of, you know, uh, he's got slick back hair and he's trying to ride the motorcycle. Yeah. Oh, he's so cool. Um, well, Doesn't he rides the motorcycle halfway through. Yeah, he does. Doesn't really use that again. No. He, instead, he's, he's, in, he's on a Jeep getting his crotch hit with plants and branches and whatever. Yeah, well. Like swinging with monkeys and sword fights and whatever. Although he said he did fencing, so that kind of yeah. covers that, I guess. But they were just using, you know, they were, they were just using sabers. Yes. That's nice comedy for you. That, there you go. That's Shia LaBeouf. That's Shia LaBeouf. Of course, Shia LaBeouf committed the cardinal sin of not liking this film. And liking this, not liking this film very obviously. Yeah. And it was felt by Harrison Ford and Steven Spielberg that even if it's not the best, you shouldn't really sell it like that. Yeah. You've got to, you know, deal, work, what's it, play the hand you dealt, you yeah. know. You shouldn't really not like this film. You should kind of say, you know, he's good. You've got to push the boat out a bit. And Shia wasn't about that. No, he wasn't. As I'm sure probably a piece of trivia might be able to tell you. Uh, what else have you got in trivia? Uh, Harrison Ford staying in shape. Excellent. Nice. Uh, Harrison Ford nearly got blown up. Oh, cool. How did that happen? When filming a scene where Injan drives a truck through a wall, things did not go as planned. Time explosive were used. One did not go off and landed in the seat next to Harrison Ford. Oh, God. What did he do? Did he... Imagine... I... Do you know what? What are you imagining? I my, Well, my first instinct is you would leave, but my head cannon is now saying that Harrison Ford stayed in character with just like a bomb just next to him. He just... My impression is exactly that. It's like, it's just like a picks stick of dynamite. He throws it out the window. Yeah, it throws it out the window, exactly. <laughs> He's driving the car, the explosion goes off, like a stick of dynamite lands in the passenger seat and is like... He like throws it out and it and it blows up like a uh, yeah a truck behind him you know yeah blows up a Russian truck behind him and he keeps going with the, <laughs> with the action scene. Uh, also, and this is probably going to segue into the other thing. Hansen Ford was adamant that he would got to wield Indiana's favorite whip, signature whip. That's right. Paramount executive wanted the weapon to be computer generated because of a new movie safety rules, but Ford branded the rule ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, he's running for ridiculous rule. I'm going to use my whip. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on to another uh, couple of characters in this. John, the great, the late great John, John Hurt, Hurt is in this. Harold Ox. Oxley. Uh, I love John Hurt. Love him in so 1984. V Vendetta. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Correct. Can't get wrong with a bit of John Hurt. Correct. I think he's a great addition to this world. I wish he was in more. Wish he was able to. Yeah. Been a bit out of him, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, love John Hurt. Amazing. John Hurt's fantastic. Ray Winston. It's me, Ray Winston. I'm George McHale, British agent. I'm a double, triple agent. You don't know if I'm the bad guy or the good guy. I'm going to have a word with you, son. I want a word with you. How much? Oh, God. Do you like, do you like Ray Winston? More, He's an odd man. I'm an odd man. Paragraphs of trivet G's. It's, there's always British people that appear in his films. Oh, there's always British people. I'm a good British person. It's always a token British. I'm man. an old man. I'm gonna be in it. I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm gonna. Ju- I'm not gonna let go of the whip. I'm old and I am gonna let go of the whip. 
I'm not going to stand up like a normal person and go, yeah, I want to live. Yeah. I'm going to go, oh, I'm, I'm going to decide to die in this pool. I think he should have known he wasn't a double agent when he was still interested in the gold. Yeah. There's a portion of this film where they get up to the temp to the to the Mayan temple. They get up to the temple, and also, whose job is it to just 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 live in the walls? Yep. What do you do all day when you're in the walls? Yeah. But do you, what do you eat? How do you go to the bathroom? Yeah. When it's all fun and games when you appear when you appear from a wall, like oh I'm a, I'm a secret hidden warrior. I'm gonna bust out this wall. Yeah. I've been in here for like for how long? Months. How are you living in that wall? Unless it's kind of are they stuck in the wall? Are they like animated? I don't know. What else we got? And the MacGuffin of this film is, of course, the Crystal Skull. Correct. This big, is the thing. Big skull. Don't stare into its eyes. You'll get a vision. Yeah, it's what he wants. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, the, and uh, uh, Iriana Spalco's whole thing is she's like a mentalist or something. Yep. She's like a psychological psychiatrist, psychologist. And she wants to use the power of the Crystal Skull to learn more knowledge and see more amazing knowledge and sights and whatever. Yes. But then she gets supremely to Snoke. It's like, no, that's not going to happen. And completely blitzes her. Should we talk about the, the the elephant in the room? Go on. It's like a big alien spaceship. But oh, yeah. it's not an alien Interdimensional beings. Should we talk about the interdimensional yep. beings? That's... This is kind of topical as we're doing this today. True. As we were recording this about a week ago, there was a White House press hearing... <laughs> in uh, this month that basically stated that, hey, aliens are real. Or that they have, the United States government have partially constructed or fully constructed alien spacecrafts. Or you, whatever you call them, UAPs are they called now? Yeah, wow, this is a um, unidentified aerial phenomena. Is the uh, is the new this name? This is a, a short. I say it's not that short, but a, a wiki wiki fandom page. But it's oh, a short for page. what interdimensional beings? <laughs> okay, what can you tell me about the interdimensional beings? Corey? So, uh. Treasure guarding. Okay. Knowledge. Right. Location. Temple of Akator. Yeah, true. Status. Gone to a different dimension. Uh, history. Uh, they're not from space, but from space between spaces. That's true. Uh, they travel different dimensions. Yeah. There's the crystal skull. Mm-hmm. There's the alien with the crystal skull. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Lucas had little involvement with most LucasArts projects. It's Horn beings of Indiana Jones and the fate of Atlantis. What? It's a comic, apparently. Oh, Atl- vast Indiana, <laughs> the fate of Atlantis. We can't, we can't get past that, apparently. Oh, no, we can't. <laughs> That's got to appear in every single thing now. Yeah, I'm going to assume the horn beans of Atlantis are probably also interdimensional beings. Are they? Do they look like what? Do they look like? They are like orcs. Oh, weirdly, weird. Green face, like snorted up nose, fang teeth, horns. Oh. They're, they're not like they're like not like orcs. thin, like the aliens in say no, interdimensional beings in. Uh, Crystal Skull. No, they're wearing armor. As different well. species, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe they're just you know a different type of different type of interdimensional being. Yeah. Fate of Atlanta. Come on, that sounds cool. We'll have to do something with that. That's do something with that later on. To that. The. But of course, the interdimensional beings don't like anyone messing with their knowledge. No. So they see Ariana Spalco and they give her the they squint of death that burns her face and burns her entire body and puffs her away. That's it. It's a comment. Speaking of the, yes, yes, the, the burning of the face. It's also a game. It's really? And the face of Atlantis, yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, there was loads of stuff before. I was looking at something called like em- Tomb of the Emperor or something. That's Emperor of the Tomb. The Tomb of the Emperor or something that's also a video game. It's like a point and click. Yep. And there was like a whole series of these. Uh, uh, fate of Atlantis, I believe, was also from looking at pictures, but it's a point and click. Okay. Yeah, maybe the same series. Yeah. There was like three or four of them. And that's what I was talking about when there was... Because it was made before... 
Crystal Skull, but after the, the trilogy. Yeah. Um, it was like kind of in the middle. It's got the same poster. Very nice. Excellent. Uh, look two, up, look up, see if you've got... 2009. Tomb of the Emperor. Oh, that's after. That's after. Yeah. That's after Chris Crystal Skull. Point and Clicks were around in 2009. Apparently so. Uh, and not wow. It looks... What the, what, okay. what are the graphics like? It, 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 like 8-bit, like 16-bit. It, oh, really? it looks old school. In 2009? Yeah. That can't be right. You cannot have an 8-bit two, in 2009. Come on. Ah. It's like PS2. Sorry, no. No. It was released originally in 92. Oh, yeah. And then it was yeah. re-released in 2009. I believe that's believable. Uh, for, like, for, for the Wii. For the Wii? <laughs> you play it on your Nintendo Wii? Yeah. You can get it on uh, Steam now. Oh, oh, cool. And stuff like that. After a playthrough. Uh, Fate of Atlantis. Weirdly, the Look poster. The Tomb of the Emperor of the Tomb. Emperor of the Tomb. The Tomb of the Emperor. Because uh, I found that. I was, I was trying to look up games that came out after Last Crusade, but before Crystal Skull. I was trying to look up other Indiana Jones media, because there's not much on the franchise, really. Uh, here we go. Impana, Jesus. Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb. Ah, uh, Emperor's Tomb. Uh, Is it the same series? I think it's the same series. Stories, yeah. Uh, Fate of released. Atlantis. This was released... Later, this okay. was released in 2003. Mm. Uh, I believe it is, yes. Uh, it takes place in 1935. It's oh, cool. It's before... Um, it's before everything. It's before... It's before Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. It's a prequel prequel. Yeah. Yep, and they can get right on Steam as well. And there's so much investment in... For this... But this film does do stuff with the world. No, it does... It does not only does it do the instrumental beings, it does Hangar 51. Yes. Which is where the... Ark of the Covenant is. Yeah. The show was that. It's where all the Americans keep all their sort of archaeological finds and big, massive weapons of supernatural power, yeah. including alien skeletons. They uh, take the alien skeleton, because it lives in the, the mothership of the interdimensional beings, where all the skeletons are, and there's all the one body. They're all in one body, but they're different skeletons. Yes. How does that work? D uh... Alien magic. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It's aliens, isn't it? Aliens, isn't it? So they believe that the skulls are an origin from the mythical city of Akator, which is kind of like El Dorado. Yep. I mention it as kind of... I say that because there was a, we, you spoke about El Dorado a couple of episodes Correct. ago. Uh, when we did Temple of Doom, I think. Uh, the Akator was meant to be, you know, that sort of El Dorado, city of gold type place uh, where there's all the, uh, you know, deadly, deadly forces... And people with spears, people with blowpipes. Yep. That bit where Indiana Jones blows the blowpipe back, back in back Yeah, but how would that work? It because wouldn't. It's got a... the, the poison wouldn't be on the other side, yeah. Exactly, that's what I thought. Yeah. Unless the guy aimed his, blo uh, blown he... his blowpipe incorrectly. Unless, what it might be, if you would blow it, if he, like, I guess, swallows it, uh, if he would, because it would go back in yeah, his Yeah, but you throat. saw the point go to the back of yeah, his throat. Yeah, you did. You saw it go... That's the noise it made. Yeah. You saw it go to the back of his throat, the point of the poison. So surely he loaded his blowpipe incorrectly. He was holding it the wrong way. <laughs> he was holding it the wrong way. And then I don't saw that and thought, ah, I'll just blow it back. I mean, yeah, it's a cool visual and all. Yeah. But there's a lot of like, little things like that that kind of... Mm. Maybe maybe back in, I don't know, back in whatever they were I said I wasn't going to nitpick it. Yeah, I know. I'm t I said... Hypocrite. Hypocritical behaviour here. Uh, good old Jim Broadbent turns up in this film. He does. Because we have two major character deaths. Uh, Marcus Brody, as Denon Melia, uh, passed away in 1992. Yep. And uh, Sean Connery. Unfortunately, Sean, Con Sean Connery um, 
doesn't appear in this film. No. And he hadn't passed away yet. He was still alive. But he was just enjoying retirement too much. Yes. Uh, it's like, I'm, I'm having too good of a time. He was asked to be in this film. Decided not to do it. Yeah. Uh, also, according to trivia, so was John Reese davis And Harrison Ford said, I'm old, I'm, I'm old enough to play my own father yep. in this one. So I'm not going to... Yeah, my dad. Uh, John Reese davis was apparently also supposed to be in the wedding scene, but turned uh. it down. Um, apparently, he said... Uh, it's Essentially, it's similar, because I believe... I think Spielberg said later on he was glad that Henry Jones Sr. didn't turn up because people would be disappointed he wouldn't be coming. Yeah, he wouldn't be coming along for the adventure. That's essentially yeah. also why John, John Reese davis didn't turn up, because he'd be like, I'm not going to be a part of the thing. Yeah, I'm not going to... I need to be in the adventure yeah. to, you know... I'm not going to be up here, you know. Yeah. They'll think, why wasn't Salah there? Exactly. Know? And uh, of course, um, they they decide to say that. But there was a slight thing with. And again, I, I'm going to start nitpicking again. But um, there was the level of uh, the way that Henry Jones Senior isn't in this film. Um, it's because he passed away. But there was something of he he drank the uh, elixir of life. Yes. From the yes. Uh, from the Holy Grail. Yeah. How would he have died? So I think, I believe Unless he got hit by a truck or something. We briefly spoke about this last time. Ah, uh, it doesn't work if you leave the... If you cross the seal, yeah, it, it doesn't work. You're back to your regular life. Yes, you have to stay in that area, stay in mm. that place. Here's a question. Is that a knight still down there? No, I don't think he is. Okay. Because <laughs> he took the Grail. The Grail was taken. It was taken, So how yeah. would he be able to live without the Grail? Yeah, but it's still... It's just underground now, isn't it? Because it got dropped into like the hole bit when it like collapsed. Yeah, but he's not gonna be able to go down there and get it. No, it's but it's it's, it's still in the area. Unless there's another Grail, but then there's not. <laughs> I think that's not not that 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 night's done for. Probably. Personally. I mean, you would hope so, wouldn't you, for a sec? Yeah, yeah, of course. He's been down there too long. Yeah. In one room, just, no no just entertainment, nothing. Just sat there the whole yeah. time, waiting for someone to come on from three hundred years. Yeah. Just twiddling your thumbs. Twiddling your thumbs. Get your you know get your sword out. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, and also another actor, Michael Sheard, um, who played Adolf Hitler in in um, Last Crusade, <laughs> finally expressed interest to appear in the fourth film, uh, but he passed away in two thousand five. Oh, fair enough. I mean, probably would have been. Yeah. We also, you can't really have Hitler in this film because obviously Hitler would have died by nineteen sixty seven. Nineteen fifty seven. Sorry, so you can't really appear in this. Yeah. Unless you have like, Michael Sheard play someone else. I can say, give it someone else. Play someone else. Play Admiral Ozzel. I have him wear like, wear like a like a hood, like a you know, little a hood, like a cow to hide his face. A cow? Oh well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Hooded figure. You could voice the alien or something. <laughs> there you go. You know, there's uh, a, a there's also a deal of um, other kind of big characters or 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 character actors that appear in this. Um, mm-hmm. Joel Stouffer and Neil Flynn are in this, who you might know from Scrubs and like American sitcoms. Yeah. Uh, the Middle, if you ever watched that. Uh, Neil Flint, the, there's the, he's the dad in that. Okay. And also uh, Alan Dale, Australia's own Alan Dale, yeah. plays uh, General Ross, who gives Indiana Jones' innocence to the FBI agents. Um, Alan Dale's also in Lost and a bunch of other things. He's a, yeah. He's a big character actor. Uh, also, randomly, I can confirm uh, Fate of Atlantis and The Emperor's Tomb are part of the same four-game collection. I, I thought so. Another tetra, another tetralogy. What yep. are the other two? Fate of Atlantis. Last Crusade. What? Yep. Emperor's Tomb. I thought Tomb. we had The Last Crusade. <laughs> well, you got it in a... You got it in a uh, oh, it's nice, an adaptation, is it? Nice um, point and click. Apparently, at some point, 
Is it a new plot? Harrison, no. Well, Harrison Ford's in a boxing ring at some point. Oh. That didn't happen in the film. That didn't happen in the film. Blight's also got a silver and purple shield and it looks like he's in a coffin. Okay. In fact, no, there wasn't light in a coffin because it was the other one that was in the coffin. Not right, the okay. one that stayed. Uh, and then you've got Emperor's Tomb and then you've got the Infernal Machine. The Infernal Machine? What, is he fighting God, Mecha Godzilla? What's this? 1940 the Nazis. The Nazis are on the back. I've been crushed. The Cold War has begun and Soviet agents are sniffing around the ruins of a fabled Tower of Babel. Tower of Babel, ah. CIA recruits for now and archaeologists Henry machine. and Dan Jones that to makes find sense. out. Okay, fair enough. That sounds cool. It does. A little bit Aztec-y. Mm, yeah, a bit aztec I like the Tower of Babel. That's a cool story. Uh, we've got a bunch of Russian dudes in this. Um, we've got some fire ants. Do you like the sequence with the fire ants? True. There was a bit of a lack of... I don't want to say the Indiana Jones gore, but like the Indiana Jones yes. kind of something bad happens to someone. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the, the Nazis get all burned by the Ark. Their faces all come off. Yeah. Well, you know, the Last temp- Crusade. Last Crusade. The same thing happens. Guy, Temple guy gets of Doom. Old. You fall into the fiery pit and it burns. Yeah. A jet engine goes off in this film and it burns four Soviet soldiers and they just kind of fall over on fire. Yeah. You could have done something with that. Yeah. Uh, Iriana Spalko just kind of turns into dust. Yeah. Okay. There's a, there's, a, there's a lack of like the fire ants going in that guy's mouth was cool yeah. I'll admit that and, and, and all the fire ants kind of covering him and kind of dragging him away but I've saw concept art okay. and you might be able to find this I'll have a look of Iriana Spalco when she's on that rope trying to climb up right the ants there was concept art of this the ants climb up the rope after her and they like go over all over her face and like burn her face half of her face uh, let's have a little look see you might be able to find this somewhere um, uh, and then it gets worse and worse. It progresses through the film. I've got to give her like a yeah. I've got concept art of what her face would look like. Right. What do you think? Obviously, they didn't go with it. This was the band. No, they didn't go with it. But apparently, Kate Blanchett was very into it. As she would be. I mean, yeah. She was very into it and wanted it to it to happen, but it didn't. What do you think of that? Well, that would be cool. It just, for her? Yeah, it just adds a bit of something, doesn't it? Mm. A little bit of pro- little bit of progress, a little bit of progression. Yeah. And also, I'm going to make a point here. Go on. Indiana Jones, not known for its great villains. Obviously, who, mm. you tell me, who's the villain in, in the um, Raiders of the Lost Ark? Uh, te- well, technically, it's the Nazis. Well, so technically, it's... Um, What's his name, though? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I can't tell you. The only person I can tell you is Belloc, but he's yeah. not even really the villain, is no. he? He's just kind of a side character. Well, yeah. Right, Temple of Doom, right? What's the, What's the bad guy's name? Smith. I don't think it is. I can tell you he's a thuggy priest, but that's the only yeah. priest. That's a religion's name. That's not his name. Yeah. And then I go, Last Crusade. What's the bad guy? I don't even remember what the bad guy's name. Wait, no, I do actually. Walter Donovan. There you go. <laughs> only because he's played by Julian Glover. And this yeah. is my point. Because you get a recognisable actor, cast them in a villain, big villain role. Yeah. Kate Blanchett, Iriana Sparko. We're going to do Dial of Destiny, you know? Yes. And who's that? Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. A re- re- recognisable actor, named villain. That's what Indiana Jones needs to do. It needs to become, I don't want to keep referencing this, but it needs to become like James Bond, where you get the adventurer <laughs> against the antagonist. Yeah. That way it's not just like random Nazi number four or whoever we got in whoever we got in Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's like a weird version of Mambo number five. <laughs> Nazi number four. I don't want a song about that. <laughs> I don't want a bit of random Nazi number four in my life. Or by my side. Yeah, a little bit of Adolf by my side, a little bit of Himmler. That's all I need. <laughs> no, stop. Stop, Corey. We can't go any further with this. 
Someone make that don't. <laughs> no, don't. Just don't. Just don't. Just 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 stop. Just stop. Uh, let's talk a bit about. Go on. Um, the deve- the the bit of the development of this film. Okay. Um, just for a minute, before we yep. give us our rating. Correct. Um, do you know? Do you want to know some of the titles of this film? What of, this film was going to be called? Of Crystal's, as in of when, as in when I when I had skull. the idea for Crystal yes. Skull. So we're not talking like the in haunted the, mansion or whatever. There was a script in two thousand five, November okay. two thousand five. Indiana Jones and the Atomic Ants. Da da da. Yeah, but that implies he's searching for the ants. <laughs> well, that implies that the ants have nuclear power. <laughs> there, there are ants in the film. There are ants in the film. And there is a nuke, so yeah. maybe that's there's there's a bit of thread there. Um, Indiana Jones and the Destroyer of Worlds, based on obviously the the famous Oppenheimer quote, which is referenced in this film. Again, there's a thread yeah. you see. What yeah, do you think of that? That sounds cool. I'd watch Indiana Jones and the Destroyer of Worlds. That does sound cool. Better than the Atomic Hands. Right. Um, George Lucas finally insisted on there being a kingdom involved okay. in it. Yep. Uh, there was a title which was Indiana Jones and the Son of Indiana Jones. Oh, my God. That's... Uh, That's not great. Not great. No, not 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 great. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds worse. That sounds worse than the Young Indie Chronicles or whatever it was yeah. called. And um, it was settled on uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull yep. um, later in later in two thousand five two thousand six, which is all good. Yes. Uh, it was shot. Um, the Amazon Jungle was filmed in Hawaii. Always good to go to Hawaii. Yeah, true. Uh, the Brazil shots of with Argentina's Ig. I'm trying not to butcher this. Igazu Falls. Okay. It's like iguana, but ig- igaz. Maybe it's Iguazu Falls. Okay. Hmm. Uh, and there was, of course, shooting done in um, on sound stages in Los Angeles at Downey, Sony, Warner Brothers, Paramount, and Universal. Yep. Let's give this a bit of a real rating. Yeah. What do you What do you um, consider for this? It's got some good music. John Williams behind the music. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in. Um pretty much agreement of this we've had two prequels by this point we've had yes, we've we had just to say we've had phantom menace and attack of the clones great digital shooting great yep. special effects still holding up to this day whereas for some reason for some weird reason the swing through monkeys and, and sword fighting on a truck bit looks a bit phony to me yeah i don't know why i don't know why i can look at the star wars prequels and go yeah that really holds up that looks great and then look at look at this and go it's eh, bit nah. probably something to do with because it's sci-fi it's not real so it can look a bit janky yeah. and get away with it whereas this is that should look real because it's it's real life mm-hmm. um but no it's i'm in the whole thing of this isn't necessarily awful but in terms of Dan jones it's not great so i i'm gonna give it roughly about a six I was gonna give it a five, okay, because you've given it a six. You know, no, I'm gonna stick with that. Okay, I'm gonna stick with a five, or maybe a five point five. Yeah. I'll give it a five point five. Yeah, it's fine. It's, yeah, it, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine, really. And again, our point is that we, us on the real show, we on the real show, mm-hmm. we don't really like to overly hate unless it's incredulously bad. <laughs> and I, but I, but I can see there's effort here. I can see the. There's good acting here. Yep. Ray Winston, Harrison Ford, Kate Blanchett, uh, Karen. I didn't even mention Karen Allen, Marion Ravenwood, uh, John Hurt, Jim Broadbent. You know, great people. Uh, 
so and obviously George Lucas and Steven Spielberg wanted to do another one if not you know maybe a bit for the money but you know, no, no. yeah and there's good ideas in this the world is the world of Indiana Jones is greatly expanded which is nice um and there's more potential for more so jumping off points not for more films but by all means more video games Infernal yep. Machine or whatever Emperor of the Tomb that kind of thing that sounds great because Indiana Jones is built for that kind of that the more video gamey graphic novely type world or maybe a film or like a spin-off show or whatever right yep. maybe that's just me thinking in cinematic universes because everything's a cinematic universe now correct the weekly wreck okay Corey. I'm looking forward to this <laughs> you don't <laughs> Should I not? Uh, this this is probably the, the furthest stretch I've, right, okay, I've well, done. Right. Okay. Well, give me a give me a give me it then. Give it to me. Okay. <clears throat> or because fun fact, people, like we mentioned before, we're doing Dial of Destiny as well at some point. We are. Yes. In the next two weeks, we're going to do Dial of Destiny. Um. So actually, that's going to be my Dial of Destiny wreck because okay. they're they're interchangeable at this point. Right. Well. Well. Which one would so, best suit? Okay. We've talked a lot. Okay, this one easy. Right, cool. So we've spoken a lot today about um, Indiana Jones's fantastic video game adventures. Yes, we have, uh, including um, battle. No, not Battle for Atlantis. What was it again? Fate of Atlantis. That's the one. Uh, so I'm going to go down that route. Okay. Just for a little bit. Uh, and obviously, I'm recommending House Rules. No, was barred. Yep. Yeah. I'm recommending Battleship. Oh, okay. But drink a shot every turn. Well, well, well that's not technically, because you could say there might be Soviet battleships, like Iriana Spalko. <laughs> yes. There you go. That's definitely what it was. Battleship, everyone's favourite board game. Is there a game. battleship in, this, in, in, in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? There know. are, there are, there's a battle, there are battles, you could say. There aren't <laughs> any ships, though, I don't think. No, Shia LaBeouf might go on a battleship. Oh, yes, he might go on a battle. Later in life. That's so dark. How did you, <laughs> why did you bring that up? Because we've both seen Dial of Destiny by yeah, now. Spoilers for what happens in Dial of Destiny. Uh, he might be on a battleship, Corey. <laughs> but he's not making it off that battleship. No, no, no. No, he's not. Okay, so the, take a shot every turn with battleship. Yes. So you have to sink, you sink, you sink my battleship. Yeah. You have to sink the opponent's battleship. But Adam Blampier, Sullivan Bow Brown... Uh, down in nice. Is it that blue? Is that when they drink that blue shot? They've got blue and red, yeah. yeah. Blue and red, yeah. And Terry, shout out to you, Terry. <laughs> we need our own Terry. Save every we don't time. really have a Terry. No, we don't. The camera is our Terry, but we don't have anyone <laughs> the behind the camera to be, to be Terry. <laughs> I love Terry. Terry's great. Terry's fantastic. More justice for, Je- justice for Terry, is yep. what I'm going to say. Justice for Terry. And what will you give that? Battleship, but to shot every turn. Um. I was going to say we should do that, but neither of us drink. I, I don't drink that much. You do. You don't drink that much. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't drink like... Only on special occasions. 30 shots You've not of got like Kahlua or something. Corey. Yeah. Um, You've not got this. You're all right. Yeah. Uh, I can't even think of a pun with a name. You can't really fit a, fit a number into Battleship. What's the highest number you get in Battleship? It's eight, isn't it? Because there's a longboat. Uh, you're, gonna to, you're gonna have to search. You're gonna have to. We're gonna have to check this. What's the longest boat? The longboat, I think, in India. It's it, the longboat in Battleship. It's the it's the cruiser. It's the battle carrier. Yeah. Which is That's eight, isn't it? It's eight. It's eight little dots. Uh, battleship. 
board game. I'm just getting actual battleships. Yeah, the actual <laughs> battleships. <laughs> what is the longest battleship ever made? Uh, according to this, it's Battleship Missouri. Missouri? Oh, cool. Apparently. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, what like are the ship sizes in battleship? American battleship. Carrier is five. Okay. That's f- it's five, four, three, three, two. Okay, five then. So the high should give it a f- They give it more than five, surely. Uh, I'll, I'll pair it with a cruiser. Right. So that makes it eight. Eight, okay. I'll cool. put them in a row right, right next to each other. Okay. Give it an eight. Yeah, so we're going to get an eight. So that is an eight for the No Rose Bard battleship. Where can they find that? On the No Rose Bard? It's on YouTube. YouTube channel? On the YouTube channel. Sounds great. Uh, thank you very much for watching the uh, review of Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Would you like to go to the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? No. Neither would I. <laughs> well, you can't because it's destroyed, can you? Yeah. That's the apparently it's for Seawise Giant. What? It's the longest battleship. All right, okay. <laughs> the Seawise... Wait, would you want to go to the Seawise Giant? Can we even go there? I don't know. You can go, you can go to the Missouri Memorial All right, battleship. Okay. Um, I don't know if you can go to a sea wise giant. Who made the sea wise giant? I don't know. I don't know what happened to. I don't want to guess. What happened to a sea wise giant? Oh. History name: Sea wise giant, nineteen seventy nine to nineteen. It was a happy giant. Okay. Jar Viking. Okay. Knock Nevis. Right. And then Mont. That's a lot of names for a ship. Yeah, I know, right? What happened to it? Uh, out of service. I think it ended in 2010. No, oh, well, where is it? Can we find what it? What happened? Knock Nevis was being named Mont for the final voyage to India. Ah, she was scrapped at Alang by okay. Prior Blue Industries. The vessel was breached on 22 December 2009. Due to the length and size of the vessel, scrapping only finished at the end of 2010, so it's scrapped. Oh, it's scrapped. Oh, dang. It's turned to scrap. No longer exists. No longer exists. That's same. All right, rest in peace. Rest in peace, sea, sea wise giant. Correct. Gone before your time. <laughs> Thank you for uh, listening to our review of Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. We're going to come at you with Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny in a Correct. couple of weeks. We're going to do a little anniversary show we next are. week with a special review. But um, after that, we're going to do Dial of Destiny. I'm very excited. Very excited for that, uh, Corey. And after that, we're going to do a little bit more Indiana Jones as well. Yes, a little we bit are. more bang for your buck on Indiana Jones. Very happy for that as well. But uh, it's coming up soon. Stay tuned. Thank you very much. It's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. And a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.